January 10th, 2004. It's the Watt from Pedro Show.
Watt from Pedro show. Whoops. In stereo. Yeah, I got the little playback there. Has Mr. Jimmy Garrison on the bass there from John Coltrane's Live in Seattle album. Um, you know, uh, John Coltrane gig and stuff, but they got to let the bass player have some. So that's a song that Jimmy Garrison wrote called Tapestry and Sound. Um, pretty wild record. I very much uh, recommend Live in Seattle. Oh, man. A lot of cats. Uh, you don't see it mentioned a lot, you know. But uh, it was some wild, wild stuff. Pharaoh Sanders, Coy Tyner, of course, Elvin Jones. But actually, um, Donald Garrett also played bass and bass clarinet. But some of the tunes, there's like uh, two basses, which is kind of cool. Um, this may be recorded a year before he died. year and a half, two years before. So sad about John Coltrane. But he did live a lot of life, put out a lot of records. And uh, I have to say, uh, it's kind of sad for today. Uh, they're bearing my friend Rick Van Satin, and uh, he was a great guy to me. Sweetheart. Never had the nerve really to go to funeral or anything. So I'm not there, but I'm kind of there in spirit. Miss, miss you much, Rick. Uh, you too, Martin. A couple of weeks before. Uh, Joe Boone, D. Boone's brother, gave me a bunch of T-Rex. And one of these things is an interview with Mark Bolin in 1971. Of course, Mark Bolin was T-Rex. T-Rex was kind of the electric version of Tyrannosaurus Rex. But he'll tell you all about it in this interview. It's recorded in 1971, a year that I saw them. One of my, my, it was my first gig. And um, done here at K-Day, radio station here in Los Angeles. And... Uh, it was like kind of a rock station then. And then it moved on to like soul music. It was still pretty good. They even did live uh, rap and mixing and stuff like yeah, that. Cool it was stuff. wild. I used to work right there, 43rd and uh, by Lamert Park, 43, 43rd Street in Crenshaw. Mr. Hanley worked for this old lawyer, and it was right across the street from K Day. And they'd have speakers out there and playing right on the sidewalk. So, anyway, here's Mark Bolin. Talking about his life with music and all kinds of trippy things. What from Pedro Show? Okay, dude. Good night, dude. Just too much. Yeah. Do what you want. You you say talk. Let me ask. Um. Well, the book. I'm hip to the book. Um. Have yeah. I don't my drink, you. I'm telling Penny Valentine. I think the first thing... So we... nice to meet you, and I told you, I can't blow my mind. Sorry. 
we uh, more or less wanted to get into. Well, let's get into... I'm, I can't apologise enough for that. I sound like some fucking American always apologising bullshit. Yeah, so don't. Well... No, I do, because I feel it, man. Yeah. I mean, if I didn't, I wouldn't say it, you know? So let's rock. Yeah, that's All what right. I wanted to ask about. What? Yeah. Um, about what? the transition, more or less, okay. from the folk, you know... The transition comes through the need to communicate with more people than I had done in the past. Mm-hmm. Because I feel I only have five years that I want to give to rock and roll in the way that I'm doing now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a movie maker, I write books, and my time is very limited, and I love human beings. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel I have the stamina to continue for the next 40 years the way many people have. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't want to do it. I have many things that I haven't even gotten into, and I want to do them now, and I want it fast. For mm-hmm. no material gain, only to make people's hearts feel good. Yeah. Um, so five you follow years, that, man. Yeah. Does that five years start from, you know, five years started right from, from Rider White's what? Early right. Rider White's. No, early stuff, I don't, I, I don't disown. That was That's my beginning. That was sort of a different phase. It was my apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. I'm mainstream now, man. Before that, I was you, in no bag. I accept being mainstream now, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I want to be hip AM, if you know what I mean, which to me the Who, Hendrix, Cream were. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my bag, man. I don't want to be a cultist group because I have more to offer than that. People have more to offer. I don't want to be put in any bag, man. I'd rather be a, a lion tamer. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um... I'm feeling good. Fine. Oh, I'm glad. Okay, yeah, as far as I... I'm tired, man. Did I you just... Slept. Yeah, I, I could have believed that. But would you think that before you made the transition, mm. did you think that what you had to offer in the new rock style would be uh, commercial AM? Is that what, or to reach more people? Did you say, well, that's what I'm going to do, and so I'm going to change it, and I'm going to have this style? Or were you more or less open to say, um, well, I'll try this style if it doesn't work? No, 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 no. Um, I never, at any point, Mm-hmm. It's very hard. Everything. It's very weird about when I talk with people. So I always sound like a cunt. Um, I'm good at what I do mm-hmm. because I don't do it until I've spent a long time learning how to do it. Do you understand? I don't yeah. rush into anything. The only album I'm not happy with is Bit of Stars because I ventured into electric guitar long mm-hmm. before I should have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, I didn't play it well enough for what I was attempting to do. Um, although I love the songs on that album, I don't... Yeah, I'm surprised that you don't like that album. No, I just... Or well, I'm not happy with I like the album, no, I love the album. But I, I personally, there are certain moments when I go, <laughs> you know, I cringe. Because I, you know, I was a bit up on, on, on turning my 100 watt amp, yeah. my Marshall amp to full out, you know what I mean? Which everyone does. And I shouldn't have done that. Which is why practically now I don't do any guitar solos. Yeah. Although I think I'm a, a fucking good guitar player now. Yeah. You know. Why don't you, why don't you do the solos if, if you have... I do, live. Now, this is this yeah. is getting back to America. Live in England, man, I do... D- get it on, it's, it's 20 minutes long. Uh-huh. It's filled with guitar solos. Uh-huh. I blow my head off, but I play to the audience. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's like the Elton John concert thing. I just... I, 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 did you see the, the cuttings on that? Have you flashed on that? Which concert? Uh, I'll show it if you haven't already played. But... I, you know, I, I really, there are certain points where one likes to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I, I now feel 
at that point I was playing to prove that I was no longer I don't know uh, you know a heavy Donovan really and I was trying to prove that I was a lookout man I'm really Mark Hendricks you know um, which I got over that one and now I'm just a guitar player and I, you know I'm, I'm a songwriter I must have come back to the first question because I've moved on oh that was about oh and bang the toilet see bang that sounds like another song yeah. um bang the toilet see get it yeah oh the original question was just about the transition from folk to rock you say folk. I was never a folk well, singer. I started with it. Well, I started with an electric rock band called John's Children. Yeah, go ahead and ask I started with a 1952 Les Paul. You know, and I started with a 400 watt stack. You think? I mean, that's that's how I start. I was never a folky. Were you on the Smash Block? No. That was the big hit in the U.S. Nothing to do with me at all. Which was that before? How did you join that? How did you join the band? Like, was it put together, or were you a band? Yeah, no. Um, the guitar player they had was pathetic, and track records was just formed, and they wanted a Pete Townsend of the band, and they wanted a, a folk poet, rock and roll, good-looking superstar, boogie woogie schmuck, you know, yeah. the old bullshit. And I was around. So uh -huh. who? Hey, you know, it's one of those. I mean, you know, I, mean, I could have been anyone. Uh -huh. But all that happened is that I wrote Desdemona. Mm -hmm. Which is is a dynamite song, and it's still it's mm -hmm. I don't know about here. I've was it released here? I wouldn't think that, it was. The only the only thing we know from here is the other one, Smash Bros. Yeah, well, so. it was it was like a number one hit in Australia and Germany and places. Mm -hmm. In England, it demands incredible respect, as does My White Bicycle, which I don't know if people know by tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, tomorrow. The guy, the guitarist in it is the guy who's in Yes Now. You dudes are out of touch, man. Well, we know, well, we know yes, yes, but, uh, but well, yes is like last week, and we're talking about who we're talking about. Really, tomorrow, not Keith, ago. Didn't tomorrow have Keith West? Or yeah. They, the, uh, yeah. Oh man, they were the best group in fucking the England for a week. The right. Oh, but that he sold out. That was the ripoff. Well, that's the only thing we heard here. Though. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Right. I never heard that. Can you yeah. Excerpt from. Well, no, let me just if, let's fill you in. Tomorrow was a group that that that. that there were three bands happening in the early underground in England. Three bands only. Fairfield Convention, mm -hmm. totally different from the one now. Right, totally. Yeah, we know about that. Yeah. There was Arthur Brown, who mm -hmm. had his flash here for a week. There were more, there were about four or five actually. There was T-Rex, which was me and the other Steve dude. Tyrannosaurus. And there was, right. Yeah. And there was Tomorrow, who were trying yeah. to be the birds. Yeah. Steve Howe was trying to be whoever, Jim McGuinn or whatever yeah. his name is, Roger McGuinn. Same key. He was trying. It's all he was trying, but they did it better, mm. and they were hot. Mm. I mean, they were hot. Man. I've never heard such a hot band. They were hot for three weeks. Do you ever get that here with bands? I mean, a band so hot, man, you can't believe it. Mm. I don't really think so because in local areas, maybe. Yeah, yeah. No, but no, but they were hot, man. When you walked in, my white bicycle. You must check it out, man. If ever there was a million-selling record, it's that one. It didn't sell anywhere. There were three records. My yeah, White Bicycle by Tomorrow, yeah. Granny Takes a Trip by the Purple Gang. Yeah. Right, Dynamite, right? Dynamite Man, and Desdemona by John's Children. Mm -hmm. Both three records were what you would call turntable hits. Mm -hmm. They got mass airplay, mass. Never saw the fucking record. What? Well, two, three years too soon. Each one now will be a number one record. You're probably right about that. Oh, 
Each, there's not a doubt. Look, Van Morrison, man, with them. Mister, I did a show with Van Morrison when I was 17. My first record is a show, it was called The Wizard. And he did one called Mystic Eyes yeah, with right, them. Right. And we did a, uh, he'll hate me for saying it. We did a show called Five O'Clock, we'll print it, man, it'll blow his mind. Called Five O'Clock Club, which is a children's show. Which is me and Van Morrison, right? Mm -hmm. For little kids that big, it was oh, very yeah. funny. But that's what, you know, was, there was no underground there. It was too early, man. I used to play with Cat Stevens, man. Mm -hmm. We had a group together. Was we couldn't play anywhere. There was nowhere to play. What was that? What kind of a group was that? Was, was me it, and him. Well, I mean, was that like just two acoustic yeah, guitars? Yeah, it was like, I, I wrote this song here. What do you think of this? I wrote this song, you know. It's one of those. Yeah. We couldn't get him to play, man. I was, I used to play at his house. His old man's got a restaurant. I used well, to go, I mean, a restaurant. I'd play at his house. He'd play at my house. I mean, as far as an acustic act being too underground. Oh no, no! Look, we didn't play anywhere. We yeah, couldn't we played get at his house. We played on the street. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was no gigs. Yeah. yeah. There was nowhere to play, man. You know. Yeah. That was even before the UFO club. Oh yeah, a year before, two years before. Yeah. I like. Uh, it was happening, but no, you couldn't go anywhere. But everyone knew. Look, what happened with Cat was, was mm -hmm. that he got involved. I love my dog and that shit. He got mm -hmm. bullshitted with commercial rock and roll, mm -hmm. and he backed off. He got very sick with TB, mm -hmm. you know, you know, mm -hmm. and then he rethought his head. He knew it was bad, but he gave it a shot. When I gave it a shot, I didn't make it then. Yeah. But when I made it, it was much bigger in my thing. He's fortunately made it again in his own gig. Yeah. Man, we know it. You know, when we have a good time, as we both know yeah. what we what we didn't, the mistakes we didn't make, man. It's one of those. Thank God, we didn't go with Harris. You know. Yeah. But in those days, man, to make a record it was a big deal. Yeah. Now I avoid signing anything. Yeah. I won't sign anything. In those days, it was giving me a recording contract, man, you know. Yeah. The people, man, that were around, man. You know, the, 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 all your biggest now, baby, that couldn't get recorded, you wouldn't believe. You wouldn't believe, you know. It's, there were people like Rod Stewart back then. Oh, there. Rod, man. Rod was, like, doing nothing, man. Rod mm. was... Yeah. All of us, man, we were on the street. We were, you know, two dollars a gig, man. How, how did you like? Really, I mean, serious. Eventually, get signed and like you, what you had that that single as a soloist, I guess. Is Mark I Rowan. did four singles that did nothing at all. How did you like? Oh, was this after John's Children? No, this was before. before. Three years. Before. How did you? Uh, you do. I don't know. I met someone who knew someone who uh, knew someone who knew someone. Uh, Cat called Jim Economides. He was an American dude from here. He used to produce the Beach Boys' first album. Did Little Deuce Coop. Mm -hmm. He met me and said, hey man, you, you're going to be a big star. I said, of course I am. Right on, you know. Mm -hmm. And he thought was a dude, good man. Mm -hmm. He got fucked, but he was a good man. Um, and that's how I got involved, and then I backed off. And I spent three years getting out of recording contracts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I spent I spent five years getting out of recording contracts. From that, your first step? From everyone. No, there's more on story. But meanwhile, let's, let's talk about something exciting, not that shit. Oh, it's like from... Oh, man. So the history, you... You couldn't believe history, it, right? You know, you won't believe it, I just, you just... The first demo I did had um, John Paul Jones on bass, Jimmy Page on guitar, mm -hmm. and Nicky Hopkins on piano. 
Mm. As a demo, man. Demo, yeah. We got about a quid each. Mm. Well, well, you know, they, they, they those, you know, but none of us were, you know, I don't know. I mean, Jimmy was pretty good. He was good. Yeah. But he was in a group with a guy called Neil Christian and the Crusaders. But when was this? I mean, is it, you know, it's that, no one remembers now. That's 64. right. 65. Yeah. 64. Yeah, 64. You know, you know. The name. Done, yeah. man. America doesn't know what went down. Takes, you know, to become yeah. what people consider an accomplished musician takes 10 years, man. Yeah. You know? And when you get there, I don't know, I pay your dues, baby. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, when you get there, you are undeniable. Can you understand what I mean? I mean, well, you, you mean you're there. You I mean, you just are. Oh, I don't care about you are there successfully. As a you're musician. A, you are a craftsman. Yeah. End of story. Mm. Whether people like it or not, it's actually their choice. Yeah, you're right. That's it. Like, you could be a craftsman and, and if they, they don't. don't. Listen, then... Or no. you don't have to be a craftsman and then they could, like, well, sell yeah, like we anything. don't have to name names, do we? Right. Um, so G, G, G F R, I think. What? Think about it for a second. Render unto Caesar. Oh. Oh yeah. El Pluribus Rock and yeah. Boogie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we have them too. Then. Yeah. We, we have a lot of that. But there's, you know, everyone who, you know who has made it in America recently with any respect. From England, you mean? Mm. Has spent a long time doing it. Yeah. Everyone. Oh, that's true. How did you... Music is such a good From a rock and roller, how did you get into the Tyrannosaurus Rex acoustic thing? Lack of money. I, uh, I left John's children and they took my electric guitar away. Oh, they did? They took my Les Paul and they sold it and they took my stack and they And I had a little 12-pound guitar, which is $24. And that was it, man. And I had to play in the park for nothing. Mm -hmm. I would never ask for money, mm -hmm. but I was in. People would get, take me home and feed me, mm -hmm. and that's how I got into gig work. Why did you quit from the group? I didn't quit. I left because they wanted to make me into a monkey. Um, you know, I hit monkeys. That was, you know, I don't tell you. It was one of the, it was one of those, right? Mm -hmm. It was a monkey. So they wanted, hey kid, with your face, you're gonna be a star. You know, that's what it was. And I just said, oh. After four years of trying it, it put me out of action for two years. I couldn't get legally. I couldn't get away. Yeah, I know. a little bit. How those for two years, work. I just like lived on. And what people brought home? Right. Hmm. Slept on people's floors, you know. But wrote. I wrote reams. Hmm. I wrote the first album, the whole first T-Rex. I wrote on people's floors. You know. Mm. I met Steve on someone's floor. <laughs> we slept on the same floor. And that's where T-Rex came from. That's how it came from. He had some bongos and I had, he had a drum kit which he used to have, which he sold. You know, and we, it was like that, man. It was that hard, wasn't it? Yeah. It wasn't easy. I dug it, man. I dug it like fun, but mm -hmm. I like that. It's interesting, you know. It's, successes in, in different so we were so full. Uh -huh. well, one, one thing. How about like your vocal? Mark Wilson picking. Your vocal influences. You I know. don't have any. Ford cars. Ford, Ford cars. cars. Why Greta Garbo. Greta Garbo. 
No, um, I don't know. I think well, I can't answer that. Either. That's I actually I don't know. Probably. That's the only question I really can't answer. Probably too many. You tell no. You tell me who you think, and you. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Um. That's so hard to say. Who would you say, Jim? Only time I've ever gotten any particular idea of who you might sound like was on Elemental Child, where you, I thought it sounded like Ray Davies. Yeah. Well, and that's the only one out of four hours. That's what I would say. This is very odd. The first time I heard I that song, Ray I thought it was the Kings. In fact, visually... He said that... Um, what was it? Was it Victoria? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That he was trying to sound like me. Yeah, I saw an interview or something like that. He, he told said me that. He yeah. was trying to sound like... Weird, man. That is... Weird. He's very into coffee. Mm-hmm. Are you, were you no, right? No, no, nasty. I don't mean yeah. like... Yeah. I think you I mean, can like do it. Though. That's why well, I'm sure. I, mean, I, noticed, I noticed the oh, similarity God. in the voices yeah. in the Elemental Child. Oh, no, no, I've never listened that much to the Kings. Yeah. I love Ray's writing. Who, who do you like? I, I, I think the band let, let him down, actually. Hmm. I love him as a writer. I think he should. How? Well, you think the band let him down? Well, I, yeah. I mean, I, musically, I mean, they don't move me. I love his writing. He's his personal man. Yeah, I know. What she means. And I think they're very good. Yeah. But I think live, they're not very good. Yeah, they are. They're terrible. And I don't. I they can't really understand are. that man. I can't fucking understand. Yeah. Tony, can you check out? What's the, the dude next door? The cash box phase. Mm. Yeah. Because there's some champagne coming, because we should fluctuate it, because we need that. Right, no, be agitated. Right, because yeah. we don't do a jack right. good. But there's some champagne we ordered an hour ago. A jack good? Maybe it went next door. Would it? <laughs> I wouldn't like that at all. <laughs> there's someone out, spaced yeah, out, and we're sitting here dry, right? Yeah. Is that? You, right. take, you take that, yeah. Champagne, then, please. You want, come on down. Champagne? Uh, of course you do. To have a, I never had a manager. Get yeah. one of your fingers. Shut the door, man. Fuck off. I'm nice to get in there. I know. Shut the door, man. Shut the door. Musically, who do you like? Do you know the move? Yes. Yes, well. you know the move quite well. Do you know about what? About Are him. Yeah. Well, he made. He formed the move. Did that? Right. Rocco Yeah. Moody Blue. Hmm. You know. No, no, no. Well, the Russian was he did it all. No, he did it all. Fuck all. He did it. He didn't. And they all fucked him. Everyone. Mm. He came out cool. He was cool. Well, we know about, like, him setting up the move on stage and smashing the TV sets. Oh, he did and, like, everything, like that. He's history. Mm. History. I mean, he's living history. The only cat. I haven't had a manager for two years now. The only man I wanted to go with. Not that I wanted. We sat and we went to New York and we worked. And he worked for me for two weeks. I did more in two weeks than people have done for three years. And didn't want a penny, man. Mm. Didn't even, you know? Mm-hmm. Didn't want to know. 
and we got well, paid about it. like nothing. You know? Yeah. So I mean, well, he, he loves it when he doesn't have to pay you and he gets a full right. No, but I can no. But he took a gamble, man. Mm-hmm. Let's hope he bought a new that. car. No, no. You know, mm-hmm. but I mean, it was a gamble. But it was nice. One thing I wanted to ask you about was your actually your actual songwriting, the lyrics, mm-hmm. you know, which the poetry, which you're very into. But um, I realized what you said about you know what you said initially about you know being fun and like that. But I was just wondering about some of your uh, adjectives like mambo sun or alligator rain. Did you just like um, sounds good? Do that because it sounds good. I mean. It does sound good. It does good. sound good, doesn't it? It does. And, but I guess, does that have anything else other than the uh, sounding to it? Yes. For me to to explain, would, would I'd have to cut you up or, or transpose you very small and put you inside my brain, really. Um, there are certain things that an artist can't talk about, honestly. I'm not evasive. I'm not being evasive. Mm-hmm. Do we have an album? What do you mean for the Can lyrics? we stop the thing and, and let's give me an album and I'll tell you. Which to me it would. You're slim and you're weak, you've got the teeth of the hydra upon you. Do you know what a hydra is? Yeah. yeah. That, it's ain't weird, man. Compared to. You're, about, you're a number one well. record for eight weeks. You're putting in Greek mythology in a number one record. If that's not well, I'm, ta- I'm talking about the consistency of it, like you know, because you the hydra like isn't a car. A... You got a hubcap, yeah. diamond star halo. Come on. <laughs> well, that's yeah, that's still well, weird. But, well, but come it, it, on, it's come not on. like the Children of Ron, though. You haven't heard the Children of Ron, man. Not you? the whole thing, just the song. The well, the, song. Why? That's, that's not even the beginning of a of a giant epic. That's that. It's a taste. It's a blowjob, man. That one. <laughs> well, some lines. What I wanted to relate to is some lines on. For instance, poetically, Ezra Pound did some things, uh, some very straight poetic works, when he did one or two line poems, mm-hmm. a couple of lines. He was rast off, you know, rast in English means, uh, do you know what the rast? Rast is a spade word. Rast in English means um, hacked off, you know, people mm-hmm. had a go at it. You slide so good which obviously means you slide so good with bones so fair you've got the universe reclining in your hair mm-hmm. now I don't know if you've met a woman that has in your estimation every piece of knowledge that you know floating in the top of her head mm-hmm. well I've met many people like that mm-hmm. perhaps I'm a fortunate person mm-hmm. I can't accept any more there's no way that that there's no better poetry for that. Yeah. If Ray Bradbury was here, he'd agree with me. And I know he would. Very I'm into everyone, man. You'd, I say him because he lives down the road and I haven't met him and I'd like to. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, as a poet, I've never written such good shit, man. The mm-hmm. fact that I don't... It's not full of 15 pages of, of cascading castles and um, mm-hmm. opaque caverns. It's, it's very different. Mm-hmm. It's words, it's lines on... The throne of time is a kingly thing, from whence you know we all did begin, the beginning of time. And dressed as you are, girl, in your fashions of fate, which is your boogaloo, caftan, whatever you want to get into, right? It's too late. 
And I mean, you know, how many ladies do you know that are hanging on to last week's patched jeans, thinking they're funky? You know? Mm-hmm. Do you understand? What, uh, perhaps I'm. Yeah. Shallow are the actions of the children of men. That's us, baby. Fog was yeah. their vision since the ages began. Cain and Abel. And lost like a lion in the canyons of smoke pollution. Girl, it's no joke. Now, if that's not poetry, man, there ain't yeah. no poetry. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, that's one thing that I do like about it. Like, How can you dig that? Yeah. I'm just, you know. Yeah. You know, the words are really important. You sort of answered the, que- the question that I yeah. had there. No, that's all. I mean, look, man, I, it makes me cry because I... I just can't go to every single person who buys a ticket. I would be millions of people explaining to what the stuff means. Well, Ed, I don't write nonsense. But a lot of people in the press in England wrote that it's a dynamite album, it's going to be a number one album, but it's all nonsense, man. And I cry. Yeah. I that's why I purpose, like, for interviews and things like that, too. Yeah. That's it, man. That, to me, man, is, uh, that, you know, top it, Dylan. Yeah. I want to hear him top it, because I love him. I want him to top it, you know? Well, he doesn't really write that way. I mean, well, he can, man. He's he copped can. it. He can. Yeah. I mean, if he sat down now, man, he'd top it. And he'd do it better. Yeah. But we're not fighting. you got a duel, man. The Stones, we top the Stones with brown sugar. We top McCartney with Another Day. We top Leonard with Power to the People yeah. in England. We got the number one on all those ones. They couldn't top us. Mm-hmm. And they know it, man, and they fucking love it. Because mm-hmm. it's not bullshit, man. We ain't Herman and the Hermans. They know that I know what they know, that I know it. <laughs> Can you do? Yeah. It's all the same, and we are... I tell you, the stuff I heard that the Stones did today was... Oh, you mean the new stuff? Hot. Hot! Mm. It's all the same, man. Not as hot as mine is, that. Right, that's what I was going to say. It's your no, but, um, no, but I disagree. And for, to, to get, for me, the revelation this year for me is to have dudes that heavy knowing, accepting me, you know, not accepting, I mean, I don't need their acceptance, mm-hmm. except, you know, like kinship, you know? Yeah. Southern kinship, baby. Well, you know, like, with the same, it's like, you know, I talk to anyone, man, because I respect people as human beings. It's, it's, those people must know, they've seen all the shit's been there. McCartney said that, you know, he told me to watch out. He just said, you're going to dig it now, Mark, they're going to rip your pants off, but in two years' time you're going to hate him. Mm-hmm. Three months later, man, I get him tired. Mm-hmm. And he knows, man, and he told me. Mm-hmm. And he knows, and he's seven years in, you know. But he also knows where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those. It was like a dynamite touch. Sorry, I'm cutting you off. You say. But it was important, though. Oh, anything you but what was No, but what was important was that... To, man, to accept someone when they're total <coughs> competition and not be worried about it. Because mm-hmm. you realise they're the same people. I am totally paranoid of everyone, man. Of course. Unless the, no, let me just say, unless the people I think are as good as me and all I want to do is watch them, man. You know, I don't it's give a fuck. Also, about the me. position that they're in too, because I don't think a John Lennon or a Rolling Stones established people like that don't really—they're really not all that paranoid or neurotic about their. Singing. Bollocks, bollocks, man! You are so <laughs> off beam, baby. Okay. I want to tell you, 
Everyone is paranoid. Mm. Every no, come on, you check it out, man. I'm telling you the truth. Everyone is paranoid from the day they're born to the day they die. I guess they would. E be. You, every number one you get, the next one that follows, you've got to top it, man. Yeah. Or you ain't hot. You know, in this country, it's less than England. Mm -hmm. But you ain't hot, man. Number two, anyone else is a ginormous record. To you, man, it's a flop. Mm -hmm. You know? I've got a yeah. room full of silver discs, man. But if I put a record out and it only gets to number five, which is a big record, to me, man, it hasn't made it. Mm -hmm. I'm fucking giving up, isn't you know? Little, I'm vain. No, I was talking with myth and those people about they man they know man every you know what you do is in the end you don't you don't listen to radio mm -hmm. you don't look at charts man mm -hmm. you don't do you back off which is what everybody's done the stones beatles dylan everyone it's slowly what i'm doing which is why i'm here not in england we're so i told you we're so hot there now man it's burning me mm -hmm. i had to get away yeah. Because I was getting, man, I was getting like the phone never stopped ringing, you know, I mean, we had four, four TV that. shows on this week, and if you're at home, man, you've got to put them on, and I don't think, I want to come and boogie, I don't know, see the stones rocking, you know, the people watching it love, you know, it's good, we did good shows, we worked hard, I put everything in my whole being into it, but everything. Everyone's. Yeah, I, I could see your point about. You know, it never stops. The mania is it never fucking stops, man. How many how many number one records do you get to be secure when there's no security? Mm. There's no you're gonna die, man. We're born to die. We're dying. You're getting old every day, man. You you, you know, mm -hmm. you got 40 years if you're lucky. End of story. Mm -hmm. Page two. How can you, where's, where's this, you know, where's security? Where's the champagne, man? Yeah. But where's security? Do you dig what I mean? Don't ever believe, ever, that there is anyone, well, I'm a star. Mm -hmm. Why do you think Bob Hope still does that yearly show, man? How old's he? Mate, when I'm 69, yeah, man, don't get me on television. That's you know? Think, I... think about it, man. That's one thing I... I can't really imagine this. Well, you've got to imagine. This I mean, anybody who's in rock and roll is a man. We're all, at, at man, fucking road sweepers are in rock and roll. Living past 40. You think about Howling Wolf, man, and those people. Well, that's that's not no, what I consider. Like, say, mm. with the long hair and the freaked out stuff. Oh, you're you know, talking about materialistic images. Well, visual images. Visuals. What's that, man? There's nothing. When you watch TV, that's what comes across. No, too, no. I sure. could have, if Bob Hope came on and sung to me like Bessie Smith, man, I'd kiss his feet. <laughs> I don't think you're going to have to. He wouldn't sing like Bessie Smith, man. Yeah. You dig what I mean? Yeah. Don't confuse the two. There's a difference. No, I'm just saying with The me, visual helps. With me, I cannot see someone like you or Mick Jagger coming out on stage, and like on a TV when they're 60 years old. I just cannot picture that. I just said I mean? this. I've given me five years, man. Yeah. About fucking sixty, baby. I'm in two years' time, man. I expect to have, to be conducting the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Because well. that's what I hear in my head. Mm -hmm. If I'm not, then I'll be. I'll go. I'll retreat into my country 
Welsh island and disappear. I'll, make, I'll send bootlegs. I'll send bootlegs out. You know. So what do you say? To make a movie, like you were saying. Oh, movies for sure. Are you very much into films, or have you? I'm into everything. From a technical aspect. I technically I love everything. Mm. I'm excited by things that excite me visually. So. Mm. It's really great. What does, as far as technicalities go? Yeah. What exactly did Tony? This Kanti, like as far as his role as a producer, what does he do? Like, how does he work with you on the albums and stuff? In the role of, of uh, can you go next door and ask for the champagne, please? Sure. Um, as an American producer, very little. He's an American. He's from the Bronx. Mm -hmm. He's my friend. Mm -hmm. He does what Jimmy Miller does for the Stones. He's in the control room when I'm out the front. Mm -hmm. You do. Mm -hmm. So I'm in there doing it. I can't be going, bring. I go, Tony, how does that sound? Yeah. He goes, well, man, it's basic. Move the mic here, there. And they go, bring, but does it sound like life's a gas? Yeah. You know, I've got, you know, we have, a, we're four years, man, you know, you go. And he mm -hmm. says, well, it doesn't. I say, why, man? Mm -hmm. He said, well, I don't know, Mark. Is it the strings? I say, no, man, get, put more top on it. Mm -hmm. He'll put more top, and it'll sit on and blow, and I'll, I'll do a comeback. There you go. He's got some coffee and Coca Cola, and I'll champagne. What's the champagne you got? I said, What's the best? It's with Don Perry. He said, But that's $24. I said, Give me two more. <laughs> Warner's paper, baby. Well, that's the only one. Where are we? Tony. Tony, yes. Tony's a. Are we going? Yeah, going. Tony's a gas. Tony, to me, is what every record producer should be. Mm -hmm. It's your main man. Mm -hmm. You're out there doing it, right? You mm -hmm. can't really judge what you're doing mm -hmm. until you go back and listen to it. Mm -hmm. If I do something I think it's amazing on set, you know, on stage, right? Uh, you know, on stage. I know which is playing it. No, no, to me it's a stage. It's all, you know, I sit there, um, yeah. I visualize in my head an audience, and I go up and I hear it, and it's terrible. I freak out. Mm -hmm. But Tony knows me. And I go up and it's exactly like I want to hear it. Because he knows, Tony spends all his time studying what I want to hear, man. Mm -hmm. The other people that Tony produces are very different from T-Rex. Yeah. The things that Tony does on his own are not really things that I personally feel very strongly about. Mm -hmm. But Tony with me, How about like the combination. Like on some of the strings and stuff. Oh, that's Tony. I mean, I tell, you know, we work together on it. Mm -hmm. The only track on this album that I didn't tell him what, you know, not tell him what to write, we didn't mm -hmm. work on it, was Cosmic Dancer. Mm -hmm. And I think his strings on it are phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, if he writes things that I don't like, I get very uptight about Did you work this well with him, like, even in, on Always. the early albums, too? Always. Mm -hmm. Does he ever use, like, the string parts if you really don't like them? Let's say, like... I'd sack him. I think Paul would write sack No, but Tony knows that. I mean, he wouldn't do that. Because mm -hmm. Tony has more respect for me. When... Well, that sounds hard. I don't mean that. I mean, if, if there's a part that isn't making it, mm -hmm. he knows it. It's mm -hmm. ego games. I won't allow ego games. Mm -hmm. Because I don't believe they're relevant to the people that want to hear the records. Mm -hmm. You know? 
If, 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 a, yeah. if, if a garbage collector comes in and says, hey man, that tambourine's too loud. Mm. And I say, I'll get out, man. Right? Yeah, I know what you mean. And he shuts the door and I walk out and I listen to hey man, the tambourine is too loud. Mm-hmm. You did? Yeah. I'll pull the tambourine down. Right. And I'll go out and give him a hundred dollars. I've done that, man. You know. But what, what it's about is that it's the overall concept. Yeah. You know, I mean, if... Um, in my, I judge by my heart. I can't. It's very hard for me to explain. I know that. I know what I'm doing. People, if they... Again, it's that whole choice. If people like it, cool. If they don't, cool. People in America, up to Electric Warrior, really, I don't think, uh, have had the chance or been able to understand T-Rex. Mm-hmm. This is it. The first album, man, for America, right? Do you not feel for real America? You know, yeah. massa. This is the first album, man. You know, in England, which is it's a big market. You know, mm-hmm. we're out selling everyone for three months on this album. Mm-hmm. And you know, I thought I knew it would be a big album. We would have a lot of big albums, but this is like it's going to go gold in England. Gold in England. England. That's right. No, I didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, no. honestly, mm-hmm. that freaked me. And only then, only now, am I beginning to realize how big we are there. Because and it's fine. Because you seem to be such a dominant part of T-Rex. I'm a, it's my band, man. I'm a two. I mean, you know, dominant. I mean, why wouldn't you just call it Mark Bowen or T-Rex? Because I don't want to be Donovan, man. No, you dig what I mean? I'm, I'm not a solo performer. Well, I don't want to go on stage on my own. I'm a rock and roller. If yeah. I did it my own, I'd call it Mark Bolan and Friends. Or the T-Rex band rather than... I mean, T-Rex, Why then? It's a better name. T-Rex is a nicer name. Man. It is. Of course you it more is. or less associate T-Rex with you and Mickey. Mm. Which is like to... I don't know if like now you consider yourself a band or just the two of you. It's a band. Okay. Then that's it's a, my band, but it's yeah. a band. Okay, then that's different than no. if you still consider yourself. It's got to be a band. I don't want to do it. It's a band. Is that? Well, what's one reason why, like on on this one, you use like a band, whereas on the other one, you and Mickey did all the stuff. The, the previous one. Because uh, we spoke about that. T Rex, the album before was done two years ago. Oh. It was done before White Swan, and everything is me overdone. Yeah, I know. That's Apart what from you have to be. Right. Um, I don't like doing that. Mm-hmm. I ain't no Emmett Rhodes, man. I know it's not my scene. Are, do you find yourself? Are you like creative enough to do it all and like that? Do you know what you want? Oh, do I you find yourself ever limited? I, I could. I, my home. I can make, look. Nah. I mean, what I mean by we're that, getting down to the nitty gritty. I mean, it's Pete Townsend's demos sounds exactly like the Who, man. Mm-hmm. I can play you a, a fucking uh, an acetate of of Who's Next, which sounds just like the fucking record. But that wouldn't give Pete any pleasure, man, because he loves the people in his band. Mm. And they're good people, and they're amazing musicians, and they do make it sound better. Well, like when there's, say, in his case, an acetate, say, well, here's... Mm. I does John, does I John and Whistle listen to the bass line and play it exactly? Is that mm, what you Of course mean? not. Oh. Pete would... No, no, you see, no. Pete would tell him what to play, right? And then he'll add that one note extra. Oh, yeah. Which makes it genius. No, that's... No, you say, of course. A lot of people don't, man. Oh, no. A lot of people don't. You've got to find people that do. Yeah. The thing with my band is Steve, Bill, those dudes, 
I go in and rehearse with them now, man, and they do it, and they play things that blow my mind. Well, that's that's the point I wanted to make about you playing all this stuff, or like... I don't want them, I don't have an overdub bass line. I don't want to be a Paul McCartney, you know, like that earlier, you know, sounds hollow. Mm-hmm. They, you know, I've picked people that, that get off of my songs mm-hmm. and can appreciate what I write, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But they can also, without intruding on my artistic territory, mm-hmm. contribute beautiful works of music mm-hmm. and excite me. As I said, it's not an ego, no, I'm Steve. It's a song called Spaceball Ricochet. It's the bass Steve plays in it, man. It's the best I've ever heard in my whole life. Man. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even rehearse it with him. Mm-hmm. And man, he made me, I cried, man. Blew my mind. Mm-hmm. And that's why I do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not a solo singer, man. I don't know really if I folk singer. I want to get up there, my man, man. We just want to, you know, I want to look around and know where. We're going to kill him, and when we come here, we're going to fucking kill him. Yeah. We're going to have to, man. Because, you know, we're, we're primed. Yeah. Does Mickey seem to like the way things are going? Oh, Mickey is the dude of all time. Mickey's not a musician, he's an artist, he's a yeah. painter. That's, that's what it was. But Mickey's my man. Yeah, Mickey's the best conga player I've ever heard. He's not that hot at anything else, but he's the best Congo player in the whole world. I guess he has a good time doing what he's. Oh, being in you want to see his visual, man? You're sitting there. He's hot. He hasn't reached a potential, you know. But working with we have you have Bill and, and Mickey with the hand drums. You got Santana, man, and two people. But man, that good, man. Well, we're going through ten thousand watts of PA. On this area, panning across each side sounds good. But I'll boogie. I'll, I'll say one, one line. We'll all finish on the line. Thank you. We rehearsed a session. We we booked three hours, mm-hmm. right, as a rehearsal session, mm-hmm. and we played for seven hours. Mm-hmm. We jammed for seven hours, and we've been working for, together for a year now. Mm-hmm. We jammed for seven hours. You want me to open one of them? Please. Seven hours, man, to jam with guys that you've just come off the road with for a month. Yeah. There's something going down. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And we still went out and we got out of our minds and we spent, we, we were still booing at seven o'clock the next day. That sounds really good. Well, no, that's fact. Well, I mean... You didn't know, but that's what I'm at, man. I don't... Fuck you, rock and roll bullshit. Man. <laughs> you know. There ain't no one in the rock business that's any good that isn't the same. Mm. And if they're, not, if they're not into that man, they're an elbow. Which means a, an elbow. An English phrase for elbow. Mm. Right? Cop that one. It's the heavy. Okay. Are Forgive you? me, we're supposed to do this other man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna well, be, have, you, have we got enough? Yeah, I'm sorry if I'm a bit slicey, but it's just an unbelievable. Watt from Pedro Show. That's Mark Bull in 1971 doing a spiel. Some pretty classic (laughs) spieling. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, he was a trip. 
Too bad he uh, God, he died at 29. Didn't even make 30. He's a pretty intense character. He was uh, the first guy I had on my wall. At that gig, I bought a poster. Bootlegger sun outside for uh, $2. And, uh, yeah, I put him on my wall. It was like some Xerox of Ride a White Swan and with Mickey Finn cut up. One and a two and a bubbly, bubbly, boo-boo, yeah. A buckle my shoe. That's been a heck of a first show to see. Yeah. A lot of uh, Hare Krishnas were in the crowd, and it was pretty wild. It was pretty wild. Yeah, and he did do like 10-minute guitar solos in every tune, and <laughs> he was saying there, you know, seven hours of jamming. Oh, my God. <laughs> my poor forearm. Getting ready to record Friday. Six days, and uh, my arm is sore, but... I'm going to be up to it. Um, Joe gave me a bunch of live T-Rex, too, and we'll play that in some future shows. In the meantime, uh, we're coming to the end of the first hour here. Watt from Pedro Show. Uh, January 10th, 2004 edition. Uh, sunny. I know the rest of country's in the deep freeze. It snowed in Portland. Wow. It was a uh, wind chill below zero in the northeast. and Yeah, it's like really nice. Right here there. in Pedro, calm. But uh, still can't pedal, still can't paddle. Got to heal. Okay, folks, hang tight for hour two. January 10th, 2004, it's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show. <laughs>
So cruel when she shines. 
Watt from Pedro's show. Got it. That was Devin Hoff with his uh, new uh, dealio called Devin Hoff Platform. Bass player from San Francisco. He uh, plays with Nels Klein Singers. Great guy. That was a song called Refuse, Nick. Before that, we had um, Bargain Music. They got a new record. Now, only uh, Josh has left. Everybody's quit Bargain Music. Even Sean. I remember Josh telling me, if Sean quits, it's over. But it's not over. He's still going. All right. Hear that chirping. little song, that little bird? You're chirping. Anyway, that's a song called Crank from Long Beach's own Bargain Music. The only cat I know in the band now is a guy named Zippy from Sacramento. Josh is a great singer, a great guy. He'll get through this. Um, we start off the second hour with Texas Terry. Cool. Doing a song called Dirty Action. Yahoo. From her great record, My Lips. <laughs> no, Your Lips, My Ass. <laughs> Classic. And now it's time, without any further ado, The Righteous Rotations. Brother Matt, spin the cycle. Yeah. Ooh, thank you.
Land in London Mitten. Yeah. I am Ika Mouse. Six feet six above sea level. And it's time for the I edition with Brother Matt. Yeah. Man, I deal with so 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 that train, you know. 
gonna deal with susu susu doctrine, you know?
Watt from Pedro show. Oops. Forgot to turn that down. Um, that was uh, the Aquarium Poppers with From the Movie of the Same Name, which uh, is on a Tom Rapp tribute record called The Dead in Space. Before that, we had For You, I'd Do Anything by Rocky Erickson. And uh, before that, All Saints Day in Someone Else's Town. My removal with their special guest, yours truly, Watt. That's something I uh, did with these uh, Vancouver cats. Actually, this guy named Ernie, um, he's from the U.S., but moved to Canada a few years ago and uh, asked me to come up when I... uh, well, I was already going to go up there to uh, play bass for friends of mine in this band, um, Station 8, because uh, their bass player fell off a roof. So I filled in for him on some tracks, and uh, I went over to Ernie's and uh, a buddy of his studio and did this, uh, read a poem of mine over some music he had recorded with his band removal and uh it was for a thing for uh doctors without borders uh benefit thing uh and before that of course brother matt spin cycles some great spins there brother matt on the slamming cyclic cd <laughs> Not so much clamage? No? Not too many. I was a smoking <laughs> go around. So, uh, wow, not much spiel on this show. Here we are. We're uh, already coming up on the end of the second hour of the January 10th, 2004 edition of Watt from Pedro Show, Sunny San Pedro. Uh,. Blessed with the good weather. And uh, any of you people in the deep freeze, be bundled, be warm. Get some hot soup in you. And uh, keep toasty because uh, we don't want any more sickness going around. Hopefully this flu thing has been uh, peaked, wrote its dealio out. Uh, Hang tight. Because uh, we got uh, another hour left, including intense, incredible Adventures of Jack Flanders coming up. So uh, hold tight. Hour three coming up. January 10th, 2004, the third hour of the Watt from Pedro show. Here's part six, The Incredible Adventures of Jack Flanders. And now, for today's thrilling adventure, Bad Day at Dragon's Breath. Jack Flanders has been given a large, overstuffed green velvet chair. 
When he sits in the chair, he finds himself in another realm, a strange, exotic world where great three-masted sailing ships fly the skies. It's evening. We find Jack back home in his living room. A church bell tolls the midnight hour. Jack paces the room. Midnight. There it is. The chair. Calling me again. All right. Just wait a minute. Not yet. I'm going to take the Marquis's cloak and, and top hat. I think this hat is full of tricks that just might come in handy. All right, quit pulling. You know I'm going to sit down. that snow down there? Yeah. Ooh, the stars even look cold, don't they? Yeah. Oh, where are we headed? Odd. Ah, what's odd? That's where we're headed. The northernmost city of Odd. Oh. Well, why are you standing out here? Keeping watch? Mm-hmm. I was watching for you. Well, you expected me then? Sure. I wanted to thank you. You were really brave, Jekyll, bargaining with the Lord of Death. Oh, it was nothing. Look, I, I am sorry about Dr. Missoula, though. I tried to help, but... Dr. Missoula's okay. He is? I thought he was dead. He is dead. He's okay. Oh. He said if you ever need his help, just call on him. Well, I'll remember that. Oh, God, I'm freezing to death. Why don't you go below? Well, I don't want to run into Captain Swallow, you know. He's asleep. Oh, that's good to hear. No, not really. He snores. Well, look, I'll, uh, I'll see you in the Captain morning. Captain Swallow huh? would like to thank you. Oh? For saving my life. Oh. But Captain Swallow has never said thank you. He doesn't know how. Well, I know. Look, I, uh... The wind is getting worse. I, I don't know how you can stand it up there. I find it quite invigorating. Oh, well, to each his own. <laughs> Good night, little Frida. Night, Jack. Oh, that's Captain Swallow's candle. I'll just tiptoe past. Uh-oh. Randers. Yes, sir. Step in here. Aye, aye, sir. Close the door, Flanders. Uh. Better see the flying Dutchman. What? Have a nice time at the opera. Huh? That silly top hat and cape you're wearing. Oh, oh well, actually, this belongs to the Marquis Shut of... up, Flanders. Uh. 
I got something to say. What are you staring at? Well, that, that wanted poster on the wall, sir. Wanted for crimes of high piracy, the Black Mona Lisa? Have a closer look. Uh, no, I, I don't think I... I said, have a closer look. But, sir, every time I look at her picture, I... Oh, God. Mustachy peers beneath her nose. I know. Why is that? Oh, you're a cursed man, Flanders. Well, I, I, I don't understand. Sit down. All right. Hand me my pipe there. Oh, oh here you are. Got your match? Oh, sure. Across the snowy hills they fly. The icy moon casts an eerie light upon the sparkling, frosty fields below. The cold wind increases. Dark clouds move across the moon. Rain begins to fall, freezing on the deck. The great wings, heavy with ice, creak and groan. The north wind howls and the sleet pours down. Flanders, I want to thank you for saving the child's life. Well, sir, I just... Shut up. Flanders, I don't know why you keep materializing aboard my ship or what you'll be up to. Well, Captain Swallow, it's just that I... Shut up. Life is hard. Me life is no heaven on earth. But Flanders, with you around, it is sheer hell. I don't like you, Flanders. I don't want to see you again. Captain! Captain! What now? We've dead settled into an ice storm, Captain. We'll take her above the storm. Can't do it, Captain. The ship be taken with ice. We'd be losing altitude. All right, all right. I got this to say to you, Flanders. If I ever again catches you materialising aboard me ship, I'm going to do something real bad to you, Flanders. Do you say that? But, but, the bell. Oh, God, not pirates. Pirates, home! Ugh, on a night like this. They've commenced a fire, Captain. All hands on deck! Step louder now! The ship suddenly springs to life as all hands scramble up upon the icy deck. They slip and slide and collide and spin on their backs, trying to reach the cameras. Snog, brothers! They be laughing at us, Captain. We'll see how much they life's with a cannonball down their gullet. Prepare for broadside! Prepare for broadside! Prepare for broadside! Prepare for... No! Mr. stabilizer Snap the thing. I hate the bloody snark, brothers! Fire! You there! With the cape and silly top hat! What do you think this is, a masquerade ball? Uh, no, sir, I, I was... Heads up! Wing? Close to the stabilizer, Captain. Damn them sniggering snorts! Fire at will! Fire at will! Fire at will! Oh, shut up! Sever the rudder, 
too, Captain. Water. Uh-oh. We be floundering in the north wind, Captain. Aye. Trim the sails! Trim the sails! Trim the... That's one way to trim the sails. The winds be whipping us wild, Captain. The ship is caught in the fierce north winds, turning around and around, out of control. What are we going to do, Captain? Hold yourselves, my crew! You worthless, superfluous, yellow-streaky, mean, scurvy, white-livered, crawling centipedes! Listen to me! Who said that? Be Flanders, stuck beneath the rubble, Captain. Good. Get those lines free. Lay forward to the quarterdeck. Look alive. See where the hell we are. The winds have taken us out across the sea of limbo, Captain. The ice be melting, Captain. Not fast enough. You there, sound the bow. Uh, sounds all right. No, you blubber-brained sapid. I'll sound your skull. Sound off the bow. Oh. Suddenly the winds stop. An ominous calm settles in. Uh, 400 meters and descending. The mists be too thick to see, Captain. Ah. What's that smell? Perfumey. You don't think it's one of my men? Uh, no, no, too warm, sweet and pungenty. Must be the mist. I. Be more a breath than a mist. Who said that? I said that. The true. Oh, more than Eddie. This be an unnatural mist, Captain Five. Swallow. What do you mean, uh-oh? Jagged cliff dead ahead! Uh-oh. The ship comes to a crunching fall, stuck upon the jagged cliff. Captain, maybe if we was to... Uh, 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 uh. No one move! You've got us a delicate balance here. Help. I can't see. Who the hell's staggering around out there? Be Flanders, Captain. Look here, Flanders, don't move. Get me out of this. He can't hear you, Captain. His top hat be crunched down to his shoulders. Get me out of this. Flanders, damn it, don't move. The sky galleon groans free and topples off its precarious perch. Like a giant crippled bird, the winged galleon falls, flapping downward. We be in the sea. Uh, Captain. What? Uh, Methinks the ship be sinking. Aye, I'll get you for this, Flanders. What did I do? You two, come over here and pop that silly hat off him. Aye, aye, aye. Oh, oh. oh I got plans for you. Oh, oh. oh, you practically pulled my ears off. You wish they had when you hears what I got to say. Oh, it wasn't my fault. Land ho! Land? Uh, the tide be taking us in, Captain. Look, look, a city. A city? <laughs> well, now. 
Appears we have a change of look here. Not so, Captain Swallow. Eh? Tis back in legend we lands, Captain. What are you saying, old Morthy Dunedy? He gazes upon the cursed city of Orr, for we be cast into the isle be known as the Dragon's Breath. The Dragon's Breath? I've heard mm. me strange tales of these isles. Aye, the mists, they never lift. Why Dragon's Breath? Sniff of that mist, be more breath than mist. See the way that city be built, lad. Straight up the sides of that cliff. And the streets, they twist upwards like crazed sea serpents they do. And the buildings, all doomed, you see, white and oval as eggs, set one atop another, straight up the side of the cliff, disappearing into the mists. But who, who were the people who built this city? We be drifting past the shore, Captain! Aye, aye. All hands prepare for dry dock! Prepare for dry dock! Prepare for dry dock! Prepare for dry dock! You there! Get that rope and over the side! You expect me to leap into that pounding surf? I'll give you a pounding surf. Get over! Heave two, lads! Heave two! Using the driftwood logs, the ship is rolled up out of the snarling sea. Damage report! The keel shouldn't be cracked! The port wing be crippled! Far enough stabilizers be crunched! Sure, the rudder be gone! The hull and the full big jack! The central mast is missing! Numerous cannonball pox upon the deck and hull! Oh, the sooner she's fixed and we're out of here, the better! Aye! No visitor ever welcome near upon the dragon's breath! Martha and Eddie, you're giving me the shivers. If we work in shifts, we'll have her repaired by sunup tomorrow. Speaking of shifts, where's that shiftless Flanders? He went off exploring, Captain. Good. Remind me to leave him here. <laughs> A huge dark shadow passes swiftly over the city, rippling down across the white domed buildings, and disappears. What was that? Dunno. It was above the mists. Hey, did you see that? Yeah. Big, wasn't it? I'll say. Sure was. Jack and little Frida climb the winding streets high above the pounding sea. How could anybody live up here? What do you mean? Well, it's so steep. There'd always be the danger of losing your footing and, and rolling back down into the sea. Maybe they had claws instead of feet. <laughs> yeah, very funny. Hey... There's a cave up there. Mm-hmm. The opening, it, it, it sort of resembles a... A mouth. Yeah. And look at these stalactites. They're, well, they're almost like... Fangs. Yeah. Ooh. Hey, look at this. What? Wall paintings. Your basic dragon motif. Hmm. Nice detail. I wonder what this cave was used for. Probably an archive. Maybe a treasure trove. Treasure, huh? It seems to slope downward. It goes way back into this mountain. 
Foulness and timber will shave down fine for the Settermast, Captain. Good. Appears to be some strange things among the driftwood, Captain. What? Shells. Shells? What do you expect to find upon a seashore but shells, you ninny? Nay, it is eggshells. So? Giant eggshells. How darn. Big as a mud. Cracked or intact? Cracked open. Just the shells. Shells. Hmm. <laughs> do you notice the way these walls seem to glow? Phosphorescent pigments. Hmm. Hmm. You know, these murals depict a story. Look. It begins with the dragons inhabiting the islands. Then you, then you can see the people landing. And over here, look, it's the great battles. The dragons seem to be winning by the looks of it. Dragons have tremendous mental powers. Oh. A, a hero arrives with, with lightning coming from his sword. Now the dragons are getting the worst of it. Oh, and here, look. This is apparently the, the final battle. You can see the last few dragons slinking off. The mist is gone. And, well, this looks like a... What is this? Let's see. <gasps> oh, wow. You there. Hi, Captain. What are you doing out of focus? I beg your pardon. Don't beg me pardon. Get back in focus. <laughs> you be the one not in focus, Captain. Boy, hell I'm not. You be correct, Captain. Listen to me, you fuzzy boneheads. Your captain's always in focus. Savvy! Look, little Peter, the, the faces on this wall painting, they seem to be losing their features. The heads are becoming long and, and oval. Like eggs. Yeah, eggheads. Maybe they were evolving into a higher intelligence. Well, I don't... The mural continues over here. Oh, good Lord, the whole bodies are eggs now. With just little hands and feet sticking out. And, and here they can't even stand upright anymore. They're rolling down the streets into the sea. They're just floating off with the tide. Wow. And that's it. That's the end of the mural. But the cave goes on. Yeah. What do you think? Let's go deeper. Uh, it's too dark. It's okay. I can see in the dark. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Come on, Jacko. All right. Why not? Captain Swallow, we've siphoned off the gas from the reserve chamber. Aye. We'll be able to rise aloft, but I don't know how close we'll clear them waves. Your captain will say to that. If the winds be favourable, we might I be... I don't like your shame. Well, you're looking pretty over yourself, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> don't get smart with me, you eggheads. Get back to work! Little Frida, do you have any idea how deep we've come? I don't know, Jacko, but I... What? What? Something is glittering. Oh, my God, it's a classic treasure trove. Yeah, look at this stuff, Jackal. Jewels. Coins. Rings. Bracelets. Necklaces. Boy, Jackal, we're rich. We're rich. And it's all real, isn't it? Boy, boy. Wait till Captain Swallows. Little Frida. Look at this bracelet. Oh, little Frida. Rather not. I think you'd better. Okay. It's not moving. Is it a mummy? I guess so. He, he's dressed in some sort of battle gear. A warrior mummy. Look at the 
way he just sits there. So regal. Yeah. Look at the sword he's holding. Whew. There's strange symbols engraved all the way down the length of the blade. Runes. No, no, it's still perfect. There's no rust at all. Runes. Magic. Runes. Oh. You know, he's sad. Oh? His thoughts are still here. They are? The blue swallow will be patched. More or less, Captain. If we don't leave now, we may never escape the curse of the dragon's breath. Ah. Hoist the sails! Prepare to cast off! What about Flanders? I'm the child. Prepare to cast off! Prepare to cast off! Prepare to cast off! Prepare to cast off! Can you see the mummy's thoughts? You can hear them. A strange madness set in a way. Trying to get them in sequence. The kind of the all over the place. The mist A strange madness set in. They believed. As the days drew on, my ancestors slayed the dragons. At first, my eyes saw not the city of our land. My ancestors slayed the dragons. As oval as eggs, faces losing faces losing their features. The complete torso. Eventually, only hands and feet. Others lost their footing, rolled down the streets to the sea. This madness spreads. I withdrew into this cavern. Now, stayed the madness from my mind, and the last of my people. I leave to beware the powers of these ancient runes. Time, seek. I say to thee who comes after. The Velvet Realms. This sword. This sword. Oh my God! Look at that. The sword. It just slid right off his lap. It's yours, Jack. But I, I don't think I want Take it. Take it. But what am I going to do the with it? The Velvet Realms, you know. Venus Velvet. Come, one. Let's go. But what about the pile of jewels? Just take the sword and don't forget the scabbard. All right. Oh, God, the sword is heavy. It's just what I need—a heavy magic sword. Now I've got a cloak, a velvet chair, a top hat, and a heavy sword. I'll have a whole collection by the time I finish this series. Jack and little Frida hurry from the cavern. Look down there. The ship is afloat. Look on the deck. Good Lord! They're all rolling around like eggs. Come on, Jacko! They hurry down the hill as the ship slowly rises off the beach. Jack leaps and grabs the tip of the wing. Little Frida, grab my feet. They crawl up the webbed wing and on board. Watch out! They're rolling all around the deck. Well, take the wheel. We're headed into the cliffs. What? Who is this? I think it's Captain Swallow. God, he looks like a giant egg with little hands and feet. It's neat. Here, Captain, let let me help you stand up. Oh my God, he fell over. Uh oh. Did he crack himself? Well, just slightly. He's still inside that shell. Well, how am I supposed to crack an egg that size? 
back of that silly sword, you gawking loony. All right. You asked for it, Captain. Oh! Not a tops me head, you numbskull! Well, one more should do it. <coughs> Looks like the yoke's on you, Captain. That's enough of your wise cracking. Get some ball-peen hammers and we'll crack me crew. Ball-peen hammers? In me ship's toolbox, bovine brain. Right. Whatever you say. We're rising above the mist, Captain Swallow. Come here with these hammers, Flanders. I'll crack me crew myself. Uh, ouch! Ow! Jack, there's something coming up out of the mist. Where? Oh my God! It's 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 a dragon. A what? My God! She's twice the size of my ship. It's coming after us. All hands, man the cannon! Maybe it thinks we're escaped eggs. Ah, that thing sits on us. We'll be fattened into the sea. from the sword, striking the dragon's belly. It explodes with laughter and disappears. She's gone! (laughs) Goodbye, Jack. What? You're fading again. I am? Yeah. Well, I'll see you next time. Oh, no, you don't. Listen to me, Flanders. Don't come back! You hear, Flanders? Don't come back! You bonehead! <sighs> Morning again. Mm. Uh. Well, Chair, what do you have planned for next time? Perhaps a face-to-face confrontation with the black Mona Lisa herself, huh? <laughs> I just hope she doesn't have a mustache. Shall I
Plot for Pedro show. Oh, gotta do that. God, I wish we had a mic, but uh, that was Robert Wyatt, formerly of the Soft Machine. With uh, at least I am, at last I am free. He's a guy who uh, took L and walked out a window and was paralyzed from neck down the rest of his life. So keep the windows closed when you're tripping. That's the last thing he learned there. Not so funny. Uh, Los Altos Blues by Steve McKay with the Radon people. Before that, and we started off the third hour with uh, part six. Oops. No, there was the Boo Radleys with I've Lost the Reason. And before that was part six, The Incredible Adventures of Jack Flanders. Jack, Jack Trippin. Windows wide open. Uh, here's Mike Mark, Watt from Pedro Show. Yeah. 
bought from Pedro Show. That's the tools from like 25 years ago. The adopted procedure. Before that, no dose from Calexico. Uh, preceded by Live My Life by Richard Hell. And we started off with Shoes from Mike Mart, his new record. Um, coming on down now to the end of another edition of the Watt for Pedro show, the January 10th, 2004 edition. Brother Matt, thanks so much for the essential assist and your most excellent spin on the cycle cool thanks yeah no problem and um i'm uh dedicating this show here to rick van satin a true brother great cat uh, wonderful man I'll think of him always um next week well maybe victor we get him to be guest because he's got some music from overseas. All right. Yeah, he. A couple of weeks now, I've been meaning to bring him on over, but we'll make it out next week, brother man. Cool. Thanks again. Certainly. All you folks, <clears throat> keep your powder dry. <laughs>